Yo, what up, Big Mel? Who is Rugrat? Happy seventh Sunday to y'all. This is the last day of February, the Sunday. Um, well, let me. I kind of wish I'd have done this earlier. So, as I do this post, let me first of all make a couple of things real abundantly clear. There are people out here in this world, black and white, who believe that a Black History Month is not needed, nor is it necessary to have a Black History Month. Okay? And, you know, there are some who believe that Black History is a Black History Month is necessary. Now, I'm kind of on the side of this thought. I agree. And I can disagree at the same time, because here's the thing. Number one, there is no American history without black history. Okay. We as black folks were the vital part of American history. You know, long before there were colonists and, and, and uh, pilgrims and Quakers, there was always indigenous peoples. In America, you know, there was always indigenous peoples here. They, they, we were here before the colonists came. We were here already. So you cannot have American history without black history. It's just not possible to take place. But where my problem is, first and foremost, why would you give us just one single solitary month to celebrate the richness, the fullness of the culture that is black history? And then on top of that, we get the shortest month out the year. You know, we don't even get a month that has 31, 30 days in it. We get the shortest month out of the, out of the twelve. It has 28 days, 29 if you get a leap year. But I believe that many people have accepted Black History Month in the month of February as a means of not only, I guess, pacification per se, but I guess as a means of cooling off the guilt and the pain that they feel. Because there are some in this country that get it. They do understand that African Americans have made rich contributions to this country's existence. And yes, there are some that just don't get it. And sad to say, you can't expect them to get it. Okay. Case in point, what I'm about to play now. There's this teacher in Florida. Okay, I said Florida. I didn't say Florida. I said Florida. That let's just say he decided he wanted to try to define a word for black folks. Now, let me put this into connotation before you hear this. I'm going to be playing a clip from Channel 7 News, ABC Channel 7 in Florida. Okay, I want to say it's uh, Orlando, but don't quote me on it. But 
this teacher, if you want to call him a teacher, decides he wants to teach a black person about a word that has been hurtful in black culture. And let's just say, well, just listen and find out. Again, this is from Channel 7 ABC News in Florida. So in Southwest Florida, okay? This is uh, from the newscast. Listen carefully. Off the job tonight after he was caught on camera defending the N-word. The N-word just means ignorant. It doesn't have any other meaning and any other vocabulary other than you are a stupid person. A student at Island Coast High School in Cape Coral secretly recorded this video, which has since gone viral on TikTok and on Twitter. People around the country have seen it, and we're about to report on it here on ABC 7 News at 7. I'm Jeff Butera. Hi, everybody. I'm Krista Fogelsong. The teacher makes other racist claims in the video as well. ABC 7's Dave Elias is getting us more on the video the school district knows about and is looking into. Well, the teacher that was heard in this TikTok video told his students that slave owners didn't whip their slaves. The Lee County School District says after seeing the viral video, the Island Coast teacher in Cape Coral was removed from the classroom. People I showed it to are disgusted. They wouldn't crack the slaves with the, they wouldn't with the whip. They would do that to slaves. How do you know? Wow. Were you there? <laughs> me? <laughs> like, how do you do? Let me, let me help you out with your, okay, before I kick you out. I'm the judge. I'm the prosecuting attorney. I'm security. I'm everything. And now we're going to have a conversation with you where I hold all the power and you hold none. That's not fair. The student who posted, known only as Hector, captured the moment when his teacher redefines the N-word. The N-word just means ignorant. It doesn't have any other meaning and any other vocabulary other than you are a stupid person. You are ignorant. It means so much more. It means so much deeper hurt. Merriam-Webster defines the N-word as an ethnic slur directed at black people. You are not well educated. That's what it means. My first reaction was the cultural insensitivity um, of the teacher not noticing that the kid was nervous and uncomfortable. Some on social media are questioning the student who recorded it. It's really a gray area in the law. Attorney Jeff Hout represents clients in privacy law matters. He argues the student may not have violated the law. If you're in your place of business, for example, uh, you don't have an absolute right to privacy. Either way, the video is now in the hands of the Lee County School District. The video has now been viewed more than two million times. I'm told that two million people have seen this video since it's been posted on TikTok and Facebook. That's a lot of eyes that have heard this teacher. And again, I don't really qualify him as a teacher because the truth of the matter is, I don't think he really knows what the hell he's talking about. Okay, let's let's uh, let, there's. When every time I see this video, and you can check it out, it's uh, it's everywhere. But things I could talk about this video, and I could break this sucker down so many different ways. But let me just break it down to a couple of things. Okay, first thing, number one, let's understand where this kid is. Assuming this this classroom, kid was in an AP class. Now, for those of y'all don't know what AP is, it's an advanced placement class. Now, the whole purpose of AP is to help 
students get college credits. It's a it's, it's an accelerated class. I I took an accelerated class when I was I took accelerated English. It's an accelerated class that helps you to get college credit while you're in high school. Many students ended up with freshman level credits in high school, so they're already got the upper hand going to college, and that's always a good thing. But every time I see this video, I'm just thinking that, okay, first and foremost, obviously, this black kid, he's probably the only damn black kid in the class, okay? Now, according to to what you just heard, they said that the person who took the video's name is Hector. Now, I'm assuming in a classroom, and I'm going to assume maybe there's 20, 25 students, okay? You got 20, 25 students in there. I guarantee you 20 of them are white. At least 20. Okay. There are at least 20 white kids in that in that classroom. Now I could be wrong, but looking at that particular video, I could tell that's probably the only the Hector and this kid are the only two minorities in that classroom. So yeah, you don't expect a white teacher to understand the cultural differences. Of black people. First and foremost, okay, that's the first problem that I have with that. But that has nothing to do with the school district or anything like that because your better schools have these type of classes. Your poor districts, most of your poor districts don't have these type of classes. So urban districts don't usually don't have them unless they specify, specify that they have these classes. More of your richer more affluent school districts have AP classes. I'm not saying that the that the poor schools, the blacker schools, the Hispanic schools don't have AP classes. There are many African schools that are primarily African American and primarily Hispanic um, that have accelerated classes. They have gifted and talented classes. There are plenty of them like this. And for okay, and for the record, let me go ahead and say this too. Just because that the schools are integrated don't necessarily mean the schools are integrated. Truth of the matter is the schools are just as segregated now as they were back in the 40s and 50s. Okay? Only difference is back then, black kids couldn't go to the white schools. They wouldn't let you go. Okay? You had to go to your own, to a black school that had black teachers in it. You could be have a school right down the street where you could walk in that school. Back then, you couldn't do that. You, If you were black, you had to go to the black school. It could be 50 miles away, but you had to go to the black school. That was how it was back in Jim Crow era South and North in some cases. Okay? But let me give you my second point. The second point that this teacher said was, and I agree with the kid in this one, he said the black that that the, the that the slave masters didn't whip the slaves. How would you know that? Okay, you weren't there, so I agree with that kid one hundred and seventy-five percent. You weren't there. How do you know they weren't whipped? How do you know they weren't tortured? Okay, and so for all y'all, for everybody that still believes in this little Disney Song of the South Lost Cause theology, let me make one thing crystal clear to y'all. Before I even go to the next phase, slavery is not a G or a PG rated film. If they were to take slavery 
and make it a film and give it a rating from the Motion Picture Association of America, it would give, be given an X rating, a triple X rating. Because slavery was not a PG. They weren't dancing and singing and, and huckabucking and ju juke jointing all over cross plantations. They weren't up in there doing uh, um, soundtracks by Rodgers and Hammerstein. No, that's not how it was in slavery. Slavery was a cruel, dangerous. Being a slave was the most horrific job any person could want to be. If you were a slave, you were in the worst place you could possibly be. Let's understand one thing. First and foremost, we, unlike Kanye West, who believes that we chose to be slaves, first and foremost, we were taken by force. Many times we were sold. In either case, we were put on slave ships. And it wasn't no crew, and it wasn't no pleasure cruise either. We were stacked in those ships like cargo, not like human beings, cargo. We're talking about anywhere from 50 to 200 bodies at one time in a car in a hole, probably big enough as a living room. Very little air, no water, no food. They were hardly fed, no water. You surrounded by by your own urine and feces, many of them died on the way to, to where they were going. Those were the ones that were lucky. The few that made it on the shore had it a lot worse. They were separated from their families. They were taken all over the country. The women and the girls were raped and basically used to make more slaves. They produced babies after baby after baby so they could have more workers on their plantation. The men were beaten senselessly. Okay. The men and the boys, they had a process for the men and the boys called buck breaking. Now, for those of y'all don't know what that is, basically the slave masters raped the boys too. They raped them too. It was not a pretty thing. They were worked from sun up to sundown. They were given the worst of foods. They were given the worst of accommodations. The only person that had it good was the person that was the mistress or the uh, the one that was the house Negro. Okay, now I don't have the time and the, to explain all of that, but let's just make it crystal clear. For those of y'all who think that it was one of them little Song of the South type slavery things, it wasn't. Slavery was a cruel, horrible existence. Slaves had no rights in this country. A slave was not considered a human being in the United States of America. If you look up the Constitution, the three-fifths rule was in there prior to the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Slaves were not considered human beings. They were considered property that they could use and abuse and, and mistreat. They could pass the slaves from person to person they could beat them, rape them, abuse them. And once they got too, just like a horse, once they got too old or too broke down to do anything, they got rid of them and they were replaced. That's slavery in a nutshell. Not this little Song of the South Disney type of slavery that they try to portray on these cartoons. It was nothing like that. If you want to know what it is, watch the movie Roots. Look at a movie called Queen. 
You want to see you want to see what how it was back in those days? Watch them two movies and I guarantee you you'll get a full clear understanding of why even to this day black people are still feeling the effects of slavery physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially in every possible way. But you have to let these people know who believe in this little lost cause bullcrap that that's not how it was. Okay? Now, which brings me to my biggest point. The N-word. Okay? And I know there are a lot of people going to be quick to say, well, we use it. Okay, you're right. We do use it. We shouldn't. But we do. But that ain't got nothing to do with this. Okay? First of all, he said that the N-word only means a stupid or ignorant person. It has no other meaning racially or otherwise other than being a stupid, ignorant person. Okay, okay, if you believe that, then the question you need to be asked is, if I were to call you the N-word, would you just brush it off or would you be offended? Now, if I were to call you that, and you just brush it off, then yeah, it means a stupid, ignorant person. But if you get mad, you get upset, and you get offended, then it has a deeper meaning. And the thing is, like I said earlier, if you looked at the vi- if you look at the video, you notice he's probably the only black student in there, and the white and none of the white kids backed him up. None of the white people backed him up. Of course not. They're not going to jeopardize the college credits. They're not going to jeopardize their future. Even if it's something that's wrong. Even if it's something that's, you know, they're not going to jeopardize that them college credits. They're not going to jeopardize a chance to go to a good school. Even if it's something that's wrong, they're not going to jeopardize it. And for all y'all that say that, you know, and again, I'll go back to what I said earlier. This is, here's the problem. Let me just say it this way. There are teachers all over the United States that think just like this man. They think with this mentality. And they're trying to promote a theory. Number one, it's not realistic. Number two, that's a lie. But they don't want to promote the truth because here's the point. If they actually were to tell the students the truth, it would really make them look like evil people. And they don't want to look like evil people for anybody. They don't want to look bad. So the best way to to save face and to make themselves look good and, of course, to, to promote white supremacy is to promote this theory that black people chose to be slaves, that black people actually had it better as slaves. Because number one, we don't even look at our own history. It's always been said, and it's a rumor that goes around that says, if you want to hide something from black folks, put it in a book form. But I got to say this. If you leave it to others to teach your children history, your history, these are the end results you get. 
again, the culture, the richness, the fullness of black history, which is American history. The truth of the matter is all the good things in American history, black history, did not happen in the month of February. Let me just give you a couple examples of this. First of all, let's talk about Rosa Parks. Everybody loves to talk about Rosa Parks. Everybody, whenever we talk black history, that's the first name that usually gets mentioned is Rosa Parks. When Rosa Parks gave up, refused to give up her seat to a white man, you think that happened in February? No. Huh. Not even close. It happened in December. Okay? When Martin Luther King, this is another name that get thrown around during Black History Month. When Martin Luther King gave his famous I Have a Dream speech, did that happen in February? No. Again, not even close. It happened in August. Okay. Well, what about the, t- the time when um, John Martin Luther King and John Lewis and all the other ones crossed the bridge in Selma, Alabama in an incident with what would be known as Bloody Sunday? Did that happen in February? No, it didn't. Happened in June. So if we knew that if you know, and I know that black history happens 12 months out of the year, why would you be content with someone giving you one little paltry little month and then not even a, a long month, the shortest month out of the 12 for you to celebrate your history? That's why it's up to the responsibility of every single black family to teach your children history. It's not that hard to do. You cannot leave it to the volition of your school teachers to teach your kids what they need to know about themselves. Because if you don't, and this is your responsibility as a parent, if you don't identify, if you don't give your children not only knowledge of self, but a responsibility and a love to self, and you leave it up to somebody else to teach them who they are, I guarantee you they'll never know who they are. They'll, they'll identify by any uh, by other things other than themselves. Because if you leave it to somebody else's volition to do the definitions, they're going to be everything but. They'll be anything but. Because the way they feel and the, what the, per, the, the, the rumor that goes wrong in the ghetto is, if you're going to make it out the ghetto, if you're going to be somebody that gets out the ghetto and makes sense of themselves, the only way you're going to do it, you got to play a sport. You got to sing or dance or rap or whatever. You got to be an actor or whatever. That's the only way. You can't be a doctor and make it out the ghetto. You can't be a preacher and make it out the ghetto. You can't be a lawyer. You can't be a school teacher. You can't be a truck driver. You can't be anything other than a singer, a dancer, or a rapper if you're going to make it out the ghetto, which we all know is a lie. Yes, there are great sports figures that have made it out the hood. There are many and plenty. The stories go far and wide. But the worst thing that you could tell a child, and especially a black child or a brown child, that the only way out of your predicament is to play a sport, sing, dance, or rap. They, that, my friends, is a lie. And it's the worst kind of lie. It's the worst kind. Because you got to think about it. Less than 5% of every player 
I don't care how good of a player you are. I don't care how good you can shoot a basketball. I don't care how good you can throw a football. I don't care how good you run. You know, I don't care how good you can catch. You can have a thousand people play basketball. I guarantee you less than 5% of those players will make the NBA, will make the cut in the NBA. It's the same amount if you want to make it in, 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 in pro football, basket, baseball. Less than 5% of them make it to the Olympics. Not every g- girl, little girl that's a gymnast gets to be uh, Simone Biles or Mary Lou Redden or Dominique Dawes or Florence Griffin Jordan. Guess how many good, good track stars never make it to the Olympics? There's too many of them. How many rappers with good talent don't get major record deals? Forget what you see on TV and on the internet and on TikTok. How many good how many good singers out there don't make it and, and become famous? Hollywood's littered with them. The point I'm trying to make is we got to understand who we are. The richness, the culture of black history, the good parts and the bad parts. Yes, we got to recognize the, the 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 achievements of people like Rosa Parks, people like Mega Evers, people like Martin Luther King, Jesse Jackson, people like Barack Hussein Obama. Yes, those are accomplishments that need to be recognized every day of the year. But let's not forget people like Wilma Rudolph, who overcame two different diseases to be able to win gold medals in the Olympics in the 60s. Let's not forget people like Madam C.J. Walker, who became the first black uh, millionaire for selling her own line of beauty products. Let's not forget about people like George Washington Carver, who came up with 250 different patents, uses for the peanut, with hundreds of patents. Okay? Let's not forget about people like Hiram Revels, who was the first black person elected to the Senate in the United States of America. And he was from Mississippi, of all places, and was a Republican. Okay? These are the names that we need to know about. But if, And I'm telling you, they're not teaching these things in our schools. And if you wait for this month to do your teaching... There's no wonder why your children, our, our black folk kids are walking around here lost with no direction, no guidance. It's not the school teacher's job to educate your children, especially the first five years. That's your job. That's my job. As black folks, we need to teach our kids, our grandchildren, our nephews, our nieces, our cousins, the richness, the culture, the fullness, the beauty of black history and not just February 1st through the 28th every day. There are stories that have yet to be told. There are songs that have yet to be sung. There are, it's just, it's way too much to put on a short time like this. But parents, I'm going to say this. We got to do better than this. We got to educate our children about our history and our culture. 
Don't let idiots like what the person you just heard on here do your defining and definitions for you. Because I guarantee if you leave it up to them to define your child and who your child is, it's always, always, always going to be bad. You teach your children who they are. You show them that they're better than the, the environment they're in. They're better than they past that they come from. It doesn't matter whether they come from the worst ghetto or the best mansion. That they can be anything and everything that they want to be. That's what your job is. You got to teach this. The schools ain't going to teach it. That's your job. And when you do your job, then they're going to walk in there with a sense of pride and some dignity. They can walk into any school, wherever that school happens to be, with their heads held high. And it don't matter what anybody tells them. Once they know who they are, and once you make it a point to let them know this is who you really are, then there'll be people that they can be proud of. They can be people that their families can be proud of. They can be people that America will be proud of. And most importantly, they'll be people that God can be proud of. And the truth of the matter is, that's what's important. So as we close out black history, let's remember that. As we celebrate black history today, every day, and forever. Follow me on Instagram on Twitter and on TikTok, there will be more. Big Mel here, who is Rugrat? Y'all have a good week. Let's make it happen, y'all. Let's stay up. Peace. I am out of here. Y'all have a good one.